of this building suddenly was available just randomly like, oh, did you hear 31 East Mulberry Street is is going to be for rent? And we thought, should we look at it? It's probably over budget. It's bigger than what we need. Let's just look at it. And we walked in and that sign that says lounge was right there already with her yes i mean we were like what we prayed for a sign but we didn't know he would actually give us an actual sign not only did this feel right but then the sign was there like okay this is it Our conversation with Sheena, Jamie, and Christy was baller. <laughs> it was so fun. It was. We uh, ventured over to the Wellness Lounge, which is a store in Lebanon, Ohio. People have never been there. What was your first impression? Well, uh, I was surprised that they sold goat milk, but I thought that their brick wall was wicked. You're so, you are so diverse. <laughs> Those are the two things that captured my attention. You know, the brick wall, exposed brick, mm-hmm. it set an atmosphere for the place that was um, interesting. Yeah. It was warm. Um, and then goat milk is just a great thing. If you've never had it, you should drink it. Yeah. Here you have three friends that decide to go into business together in order to help their community become well in all the facets. And I think think that's an intriguing proposition that uh, you would create a store that not just sells products that help people get healthy, not just that educates people on how to get healthy, but that takes a very relationship-oriented approach. Like you can't miss that. Whenever you walk into the wellness lounge, any person that I ever have known that goes to the wellness lounge regularly, like that's their thing. That they feel they feel warm, accepted, loved when they're there. And it's a store. Right. I mean, it's a health food store essentially, right? You can buy produce there, you can buy essential oils and herbs, glass bottles. <laughs> <laughs> but um also, I think that in addition to the relational aspect, the disposition of the ladies is intriguing because they're not trying to heal your disease, mm. but they're trying to cast vision for living in a state of being, which is well. Yeah. And so it's not like uh, we're combating this illness that we have. It's more of we want to cultivate a lifestyle that rests in this place that is wholesome and healthy. Um, and that was, I mean, evident. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. This is our conversation with Sheena, Jamie, and Christy from the Wellness Lounge. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So I'm Christy, and I am a mom of four, three boys and a girl. And I'm also a nurse. Currently, I'm a school nurse at my kids' school. And um, 
I also just have this fire inside of me. It's just, it's, it's coming. It's been coming for the past couple years, but now I just really feel so passionate about women and helping women overcome obstacles and just be the best versions of themselves. So I love nursing, but my passion is just people and women particular i like men too but i'm most We're passionate fine. about women you guys are okay yeah i'm kind of a wannabe farmer so i love all the animals chickens and goats and pigs and yeah, i follow you on instagram i okay. see chickens yeah. right yes and yes that's fantastic they're all named they all get pets and held how and many do you have i think about 15 has every person that we interviewed had chickens i think so yeah they're amazing yeah. They're amazing. They're so much fun. Apparently, I need to get some. You should. Do you have chickens, David? No. How about you, Jamie? Do you have chickens? Not a single one. No. <laughs> no. I'm not an animal person. Okay. Me, de- me either. <laughs> so, what kind of person are you? <laughs> um. Well, I guess you could say I... And more of a people person because I don't like animals. No, um, <laughs> let's edit that out. <laughs> Best film zero. <laughs> it did feel a little confrontational towards Christy. <laughs> Christy's more no. of a pet person. I'm, I'm actually care about people. So. No, <laughs> she is our like all of the above. Mm. Like she's the perfect person to have on our team because she makes everyone feel special when they walk in the door. Oh, so, gosh. yeah. Thank you. Usually people walk in, and I'll be standing behind the counter, and they'll be like, is Christy here? I'm like, hi. <laughs> no, but sorry. <laughs> I'm here. And what if I drop liver <laughs> over here? Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, so a little bit about myself. I am a mom of four also, four girls. And um, I just started homeschooling. Uh, we're going on our third year, so... Um, that's always an adventure. They're, my girls are 11, 9, 7, and 4. So they're, you, they're always with me. So you have all girls? All girls. The girl club. Um, but yeah, we... I mean, basically, I just... I love being able to be home with them and do what I feel like I'm called to do also. And they just are right there with me through it all. And um, being able to work from home has been an amazing blessing. And then having this shop, um, they come with me. And, I mean, they are right there. They're checking people out at the counter and helping me do things. Um, We do school here. So they're getting, like, real-life experience right along with everything else. So That's that's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, Can't be really tiring and stressful too but are they here now uh two of the four are yeah that's good how about you sheena um well i'm sheena and i'm a mom of two boys so i'm an underachiever here again (laughs) (laughs) um they're 11 and 12 and just getting into sports and all that fun stuff um i have a passion for moms i guess empowering moms to live their best life along with their kids, um, whether that's health or in finance, freedom, any of those areas. Yeah, I've been into the health industry for, I don't know, almost 10 years now. So yeah, I love it and enjoy it. And um, 
I'm not an animal person or a people person. <laughs> not, true. not true. So we make a great team. Um, no. Yeah, I love And I actually get told all the time I should have been born a century ago that I was born in the wrong century. I love far. I don't have a farm right now. I did have chickens at one time, and I will again. Um, but I love farming and you, homesteading. What Pardon? happened to them? <laughs> Actually, a bear ate them all. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> we had a bear that I'm broke I'm not in. laughing. You're not supposed to laugh at that, right? <laughs> we had a bear that broke into the coop, and what, each night he would eat one or two. Like, not um, in Lebanon, right? Where was no, this? No, I lived in Pennsylvania. Okay, that's Yeah, so good. that's where I'm from. I'm from the it's hills. It's like there's bears here? <laughs> hills of Pennsylvania. We tried trapping him and scaring him. Nothing worked. He got them all. Um... But yeah, so I love canning and gardening and all that stuff. So we're in the wellness lounge. Can you explain to me what you do here? Sure. So um, forgive my voice. I want to just say I have got laryngitis. So if I'm raspy, that's why. The three of us, Jamie and Shana and I, we were just friends. um, And we all had a passion for just wellness and helping people know how to navigate that path um because i think that when you're when you're not involved air quotes involved in mainstream medicine and you want to maybe start dipping your toe in natural living or homeopathic remedies or holistic things i think it can be very overwhelming and you think I don't know where to start. My doctor doesn't know about these kind of things. So I want to learn, but I'm kind of afraid. Um, And so that's really why we opened the Wellness Lounge. We felt a calling. We felt that God just said, I know you don't have the time or the money, but this is a need in our community. And so we opened the store. um, It was May of 2018. We, we call ourselves a health food store, but it's so much more than that. It really is, um, our goal is to have it be a one-stop shop for health and wellness. So if you want wellness, then you come to the Wellness Lounge. So we have um, organic, bulk organic herbs and spices. So you can buy things that you can add to smoothies or make teas. And we've got lots of homeopathic remedies, vitamins and supplements, plant-based protein powder, that kind of thing. Um, we try to bring in as many local vendors as possible. So we have like local um, organic granola and local honey, maple syrup, that kind of thing. Um, we've got a grocery store section. So we partner with local farmers. So we have grass-fed beef and pastured pork and chicken and eggs and dairy. That's all local. Gluten-free snacks, just all kinds of goodness. And then we've got glass bottles and jewelry and um just various like body care products like goat milk soap things like that um and we have did i talk about glass bottles we've got glass bottles where you can make your <laughs> what is I'm in going, the glass bottles <laughs> so glass so we have empty glass bottles so oh, okay spray bottles um glass like dropper bottles you could make your own like whatever you want to make, a face serum or um, a plant-based cleaning product or a room spray or a linen spray. We just have a bulk like carrier oils and witch hazel and essential oils. Essential oils is really kind of like the missing piece of the puzzle um, for us. And we teach that you 
you may be doing all the things, eating, a, you know, clean, clean, whole foods and using your herbs and spices and using your homeopathic remedies. But if you don't have quality essential oils to add to that lifestyle, <laughs> um, I couldn't think of the word, um, then you're really missing out. So we, we teach here about essential oils, really. You can do so many things with essential oils that people just don't know about. Question about your glass bottles. Um, <laughs> this is the most I've ever talked about glass bottles. <laughs> um, so like, is that because of plastics having BHA and different chemicals that can leach into whatever's being stored inside of them? Yes. Yes. And in particular, when you're making, say you're making a room spray or a linen spray or cleaning a, a cleaner and you put essential oils in there, you don't want the essential oils to cause the chemicals in the plastic to leach into what you're your, you know, what's in the bottle. So that's why we use glass here. Plus, it's awesome looking. It is very cool. We have, most of our stuff is amber glass, which is the brown glass, which is kind of like, I don't know, kind of old school looking to me. I love how it looks. Why the word lounge? It feels comfortable, I think. Welcoming and comfortable. We were trying to stay away from like, the word like clinic stuff like that that people kind of um they think of sickness when you think of those kinds of words and we are all about not not getting better but like staying well so above the being above the wellness line so we don't we don't want to always be fighting against sickness we just want to be above that so we wanted our name to kind of make sure it said that or felt that way for people. You know what I mean? What is your definition of wellness? Like what would it mean for someone to be well? I feel like it's hard these days with everything that we are up against in just living. (laughs) Uh, Like things we're breathing in, um, things that are out there that people are putting on their skin um I mean it's all the things it's not just what you're eating it's everything combined and so I mean I don't know if anyone will ever fully be in a state of full wellness here um on this earth but um we can get as close as we can just by doing the best we can and the more we know like this is what we teach in our classes the more we know the better choices we can make and um, the, be- the better we can do for ourselves and our families. So whether it's making better choices on how to clean our house or making better choices on what we put on our skin, soaps, shampoos, all the lotions, all those things, um, a lot of people go towards like the aspect of, like, I want to eat better, and that's also very important, um, but it's everything combined. So back, I had a health food store before this one in Pennsylvania, and I remember when I first started, like, people come to a health food store with their problems, and they want your advice, and they want your ideas on what they should do and what they should take, and I was surprised. I was probably, I'm trying to think how old I was when I started it, maybe 32, Um, 
And I remember people coming in my age and how shocked I was at how many people were on prescription drugs for anxiety or thyroid issues or just anything, whatever it was. But how many people my age were on prescriptions? And I remember at that time thinking, like, I want to help these people in freedom was the word I was thinking at the time, like just freedom from that, where they're not tied to that every day and tied to that lifestyle because those drugs are giving them other symptoms that then they're going to be on more drugs for later. Um, So to me, wellness is just freedom from the unhealthy things and not being able to do things with your kids or not being able to, or having to worry about pack your prescriptions wherever you go. And um, so wellness, and I think it's a mindset too, like wellness is all encompassing. It's our mindset on life. It's, you know, how we interact with people. It's what we eat, what we use in our home. And I think it's all encompassing with all that. So I think like all three of us have that same goal to not only teach people you know, what they're eating and what they're using in their home, but also what they're thinking about daily and just giving them freedom in all those areas. Physical, social, emotional, psychological. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I got into this lifestyle, I didn't think that it really had anything to do with, um, like, negative self-talk and mindset and, um, like conscious language. I really wasn't thinking that I was thinking like, I want to feel good. I want to feel good in my mind. I want to feel good in my body. Um, but it's a whole package, right? So it's not putting chemicals in your body or on your body and it's using essential oils to bring, um, balance and homeostasis into your life. And it's using conscious language and, and speaking positively. It's, it's such a, it's such a journey. It's not people, I think often myself included back in the day, they want a quick fix, right? So they want like a a pill or something that I want to feel better now, but, but it's a beautiful journey. If you just allow yourself, you know, just give yourself time and be patient with yourself and learn as you go. And that's, we're really big on that here about like, come in, come as you are. If you use Downy, we're not mad at you. Um, but we're going to teach you to make little tiny changes and those baby steps, those tiny changes lead up to huge change in your life. If you, if you're willing to, to do them. So everything that you put on your body goes into your bloodstream, everything. So that's lotions, that's makeup, that's deodorant, that's toothpaste, that's shampoo, right? Think about all the things that we use on a daily basis. That's going into your bloodstream. And your liver does a pretty good, well, a good job. Our livers are amazing at filtering out the yuck. That's the liver's job. But you, our liver can only handle so much. Our bodies were not made to handle all of these synthetic man-made ingredients, right? They're made for plants. And so over time, you feel bad, right? You think like, why do I have headaches? And why do I have adult acne? And why can't I sleep at night? Or why do I have night sweats? And why can't I focus? And why do I have all this anxiety? And we live with it because it's normal, right? We think this is how I've always felt. But once you start to kick out the chemicals and bring in the plants and use the essential oils consistently, it, it changes everything. It really does. Like, I really could be up at the pulpit <laughs> screaming about it. I, um, I was on medicine for anxiety and depression for 11 years, and I never could get off of it. I tried 
multiple times to go off. And I was on a lot of different medications over the years. Um, and when I stopped using chemicals on my body and I started using essential oils to support my emotions, um, in December, which is like in a couple weeks, I am medication free for two years. And that is really like, people need to know that we are so over medicated. There's a time and a place, right? For medication and mental illness is a real thing, but we don't need all that medicine all the time. I, I believe it whole, I lived it. Right. And I feel better than I ever felt on the medication. That's, so we're, we're a very heavily medicated society. Yes, we're very yes. sick. Um, I would say pretty uneducated. There's so many people that have been given a different story for how to live. They've never been given this story at all. They don't, they just don't know it. They might be a little skeptical when they hear it because they're like, we're talking oils now. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure you guys have some of that. Um, you've experienced some of that, I'm sure. So how do you, how do you go about helping people take their first steps on the journey? Cause you said, you know, you're about education as well and not just a store. So what are some of the things that you do to help people take those first steps? I'll take part of that because that's where I was, um, even just a little over three years ago. Um, I didn't grow up this way. I never was taught anything about this. I mean, we just took medicines, just a little fever, here you go, whatever. Um, And um, there was people in my life that would share things with me here and there, and I would just be like, okay, (laughs) that's that's great. Um, My sister oils with you. Yeah, I mean, different pieces of information that about decisions I was making for myself and my kids, like how it's affecting your bodies and different things. And um, I never second guessed my decision because that's just how I grew up and I'm fine. I was just raising my kids the the typical way, you know, how everyone else is. And um, I had all the excuses. I, I don't have, that's so overwhelming. I don't know anything about that. I don't have time to learn it. I'm so busy. I'm, I was um, trying to start up my own business and I was in the process of starting up another one. Like I just didn't have time. And I had, you know, three or four little kids at the time. I don't remember. It was just very overwhelming. And until I really, So I was just being shared this information and even products like essential oils, like something would happen and I would be given something to try and I was seeing firsthand how it was actually working. So for me, um, it was just taking that, like making that decision for myself and my family, like, okay, maybe this is happening for a reason. Maybe I need to try. So it was just deciding, okay, I have the oils and I'm now going to use them. Anytime something came up, I am going to use them on my kids. And I was seeing huge life, like huge success with them. And that was just the bridge to a more, like it was opening my eyes to like all these other products I'm using that are very harmful to me and my children. And so that's really a big part of my story because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you probably knew about this for years and grew up like, no, I am just a normal mom and I'm really busy. And if you can take the time to just take that first step, then 
I will walk beside you because I know exactly how that feels and we're here to help you. And that's, I mean, really the basis on why the Wellness Lounge even exists because we were all right there. Like, we need to share this. Nobody's talking about it and someone needs to be talking about it. So we want to. So let's talk about busyness for a second. We also live in a very fast-paced culture and a very I want it now, I want it cheap. There's a race to the bottom in the retail world. So you have a store here. You mentioned Whole Foods. Um, and there are other stores that I, th- I just saw Kroger just unveiled like this new line of health products. And Kroger, like you can get online. It's so easy. You can order the groceries. You can go. You don't even get out of your car now. So how do you get people to, to understand the value of coming here? for the products that you mentioned before when it's maybe more convenient because that's what the the gospel of convenience is being preached to everybody. Um, what's your approach? Honestly, I think it's relationship. People, like in the world we live in right now, people are missing that and people crave community. They crave relationship. They crave that personal connection with people. And if I pull up to Kroger and grab my groceries, I'm not going to get that. Um, so I think that's our niche here. Um, and Christy is our best one at that. But I think that's like people want to come in and they want to tell people their problems. They want to talk to people. They want to build a relationship. Um, and they want their hand held through that because it is overwhelming at first. And so um, that's our niche here is just building those relationships and walking people through it with them. Um, yeah, so that's our just, you know, the personal connection with people. And I would also say just the one-stop shop of being able to get all of the things you need, but then also maybe attending a class or, you know, we have a chiropractor that's here, like being able to do all your things health and wellness related right here. A customer came in one Saturday and it was rainy and it was slow. And so I stood and talked to her for a long time, hours, three hours, four hours. She just was in here shopping around and chatting and kind of getting to know her a little bit. And she was telling me just over the hours of chatting that she's been sick for four years. She's been trying to get to the bottom of why does she feel how she feels and all kinds of lab work and doctor visits and nobody could pinpoint why she was just feeling terrible. And as I was standing and talking to her, since I haven't used fabric softener in two and a half years and I I don't use any chemicals, I can smell them a mile away. So this customer comes in and I'm standing behind the counter and I can smell the fabric softener. Um, and so I just, we don't jump on people and say, well, are you wearing, I smell your perfume. We just, we wait until it feels appropriate. Sometimes it's not appropriate, but in this case I said, um, well, do you use fabric softener? I knew the answer, of course, but, and she said, I do. And then we started talking about chemicals and fragrance and how it's a Chemicals are endocrine disruptors, which mess with your hormones, which tank your immune system, and just keep they keep us sick. And um, she said, I've never thought of that before. And so I just encouraged her, why don't you start not using fabric softener? Um, and why don't you consider these essential oils? So she got a starter kit of oils in her diffuser and stopped using the fabric softener. And she came in a week later in tears and said, I'm not perfect, but... 
I feel so different than I felt for four years. That is why we're here. We just, we want people to know. They don't know. People come in all the time. And when we talk about fragrance, you mean I shouldn't be spraying perfume and I shouldn't be burning candles and I shouldn't be using air freshener. They, they just don't know. And so what a gift to be able to be here and educate for years to come. I, it, I, I, I want to just change. I want to change society and their thinking. So yeah. You've been open for close to a year and a half. I'm sure that it's not been simple or easy. Um, could you maybe unpack a few challenges that you've had in that process? I think that anytime you are starting a business, it's just can be all encompass. It is all encompassing. And when you're opening a storefront, that requires so much time and energy. That that's the biggest challenge for me is my family. I I don't feel as available to them as I was before. And so I tell myself there's no guilt in that, there's no shame in that. This is a season, but I have to be very intentional about the time that I spend with them because I went from not being a working mom full time to being working a lot. Um so that's I tell myself and I think Jamie Jamie does this so well. But I tell myself they'll see me, you know, the, down the road. And when they, they see, like, look what mom has done. She stepped out in faith and got over her fear and changed people's lives. That will all be worth it, the, the, that I'm not home as much as I was before. So that, that's my biggest struggle. I think as women and moms, like, we have the same... I mean, that is a big struggle when you have kids at home, um, just the time. And owning your own business is not something you ever walk away from. Like if you sell our text messages to each other, it's all hours of the day, every day, whether we're open or closed. Um, You're always thinking of that and planning and trying to, you know, come up with better things. So it's not something you ever walk away from, like a typical, you know, nine to five job. Um, but I also love it because it's something that you've created and you're doing and you're helping and you see the change it's making in the community and it is worth it. Like it is worth it because of that, because of stories like that makes it worth it. But yeah, I think just as moms and women, it's always that little bit of that guilt of I'm taking time away from my family or, you know, I could be doing these things, but yeah, it's, it is worth it. Uh, Looking around and talking with people, we, often are told what success should look like. Can you give me your opinion on what you believe success to actually be? I don't know. Just free, freedom is what I think of success. When I, th- I mean, if I have freedom to do what I feel like I've been called to do, what is my passion, um, to me that's success, being able to do that. Um, and just a little bit about my background story. I, I wasn't, like, my parents didn't raise us, I don't think, with the typical mindset that a lot of kids are raised with. Um, we were homeschooled. My whole, my whole school career was homeschooled. Um, and we worked as a family. Like, we always were working as a family. Everything we ever did was um, just side jobs and things like that as a family. 
And when I got to be like 16, I had finished school early, but I was still too young to go out and really get a job. Um, My dad didn't want me working out. He was very protective. So he didn't want me working out. So at that time, they opened a small country store mainly to give me a job, um, to give me a place to work. And I think just our whole childhood was that way, where if my parents saw a problem, they were very proactive and not seeing it as a problem, but as, you know, just something they could fix. And I think that's a mindset that we need, that there aren't problems, there's no matter what it takes, I'm going to, you know, no matter how many books I have to read or no matter how many nights I have to stay up, no matter how early I have to get up, it's just something we're going to work through. And to me, that's success. Um, I I always go back to um, before I had kids and um, I had a, a typical, you know, nine to five job or whatever and um my husband and I always laugh about it because I would always tell him like I'm not made to work (laughs) like I hate this (laughs) and he would just be like that is so bratty (laughs) just stop saying that (laughs) but I think what was stirring inside of me was just that I didn't want to work for someone else's dream like I'm, I wasn't about that. Like, I think that was just the start of me wanting to do something bigger and be able to be my own boss. And so, um, I, I mean, and I laugh at myself looking back over the years on all the things I tried to do (laughs) and all the things I thought I wanted to do, but it was just the path that God took me down to you know, help me figure myself out. And, um, it really did shape me to be right here. And I don't know why I feel like I'm going to cry right now, but, um, we were just talking about it back there. Like I'm so confident right now in where God has me and this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I've seen people's life change, um, health, in their health, in their finances, all the ways. And I know this is right where I'm supposed to be. So no one could say anything to me to change that. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, And I think our society, not everyone, but as a general overlying, I don't know, feel of what I've felt like just being around people um they I don't know again I don't want to label everyone this way but a lot of people don't love being around their kids and I think that's really sad like you have your kids and God has given them to you for a reason so I don't know just being able to do this life that I love and doing it with them and bringing them along for the journey um it's just been a gift and I'm just so thankful for it so to answer your question (laughs) um and to go along with what Sheena's saying just being able to have that freedom uh time freedom um financial freedom not to just buy all the things we want to buy but to give bigger than we've ever given before to, you know, people in need, to our church, to whatever it is. Um, 
I think, I think that's success. Do you guys think that what you're doing is going to matter in a hundred years and why? I sure hope it is. <laughs> no, I do because I, I think, um, so speaking for myself, but I think if our goal, which it is to reach this community, to just edu- help educate them on the choices they're making. Um, and I know for myself, like, like I said before, I wasn't raised this way. Um, but I'm already teaching my girls. Um, and they already can pick out things that like, oh, we shouldn't use that because this will affect our bodies in a bad way. And um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is if we're educating our communities and in a different lifestyle and they're teaching their kids that um, and that cycle can keep going, then it will be huge. Knowledge is power, right? So when you know better, then you do better. And so if I know that medicating with a over-the-counter something for a headache, if I know that that's not a great choice, it's not great for my liver, and that I can do other things, and if I can teach other people that, and my children as well, right? So we don't have medicine in our house. Um, my kids don't. They're so empowered, even the six-year-old when he's having a tantrum or he has a bellyache or whatever ailment my kids have, they go to the oil shelf and they, you know, they'll ask me like, is this an okay one to use? Should I use something different? That's, that's a whole different way of thinking. And so the more people that we reach in this store that can in turn learn and then in turn teach their children that, that will, I mean, that can change the world, right? over a hundred years. So think about my daughter. She, you know, if she has a headache, she reaches for oil. If she has a stomach ache, she reaches for oil. Medicine is not even in her, her brain, right? It's not, it's not an option. It is an option. And there's a time and a place for modern medicine. And I'm thankful, but two and a half years since going down this journey, we haven't been to the doctor one time. We've used our oils and our homeopathic remedies for everything. And so she'll teach her children hopefully and then her children will teach the you know their children and and it's just a um it's a what's the word i'm looking for ripple. ricochet ripple. it's ripple. it's a ripple effect thank <laughs> you i knew the ricochet wasn't right it's the ripple effect and and same thing for the store too so like the lady that came in that was so sick now she can learn and teach her children and so that's what it's really about is reaching the masses so you guys were friends before you started the business. Is that right? This business, the wellness lounge? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Would you recommend that, going into business with friends? Most people say no. I say a resounding yes because these women are such a force in my life that I can't even imagine not doing life with them. So it, and And we may be unique in that... We are all three so different, um, and we work so well together because of that. Like, I have my weaknesses and strengths, which are different from Jamie's and different from Sheena's, and so we we haven't had a single 
issue, honestly, which I know sounds strange, but in the year and a half of having the store open, we just, we are friends first and we'll work through any issues that we come up against because our friendship is more important than anything else. And I think it's brought us closer together. Um, we've all been through things and um, just being able to be with each other through it all um, and talk each talk to each other through it all, business related or not. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, usually you hear, don't take a partner. Like I've heard that a lot. Don't take a partner. And um, I've even seen it go really wrong in other things where people have taken partners. And But I think we all had a piece about it when it came, like it just seemed that it was the right thing and like Jamie said like we've done so much and I've been through really hard things over the last year and I don't know what I would have done like without their support and done through it so yeah it's been amazing just to do life together and not only business but life together which I think just increases our business together So you have three friends that go into business together to try to reframe the conversation around wellness and health and really just out of a passion to help women. And that was like really present the whole conversation. That's super audacious. Yeah. How can something as relatively simple as a business or a decision that I make in my life drastically impact anything Mm -hmm. i'm pretty small the reason that i think that's an important piece to talk about is because that is something that we hear a lot in our conversations with people it's one of the number one reasons why people do not pursue things that they're passionate about is out of fear that they are an imposter or a fear that the world would not accept what they're trying to do because it's presumptuous and it so it does take some courage to go after it. And um, so that's what these women are doing. But they're doing it together. We can make decisions in our lives that are meaningful and have relevance and impact in the lives of people around us that lead to better outcomes for our neighborhoods and our cities. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the One Small Difference podcast. We've had a blast. Hopefully you have as well. A couple ways that you can engage with us. You can rate and review this podcast. That'd be super great because it does help other people find it. You can also follow us on Instagram. One underscore small underscore difference. Share this podcast with people that you think would benefit from it. Your friends, your neighbors, your mom and dad. These are great ideas. You can support and explore the concepts that we've laid out here. Um, This is something that these people that we've talked with have done for us. And you can do that by patronizing these businesses, go in and see what kind of difference they have. Ultimately, I think these concepts can challenge us to think about the way that we make decisions every day and appreciate the ramifications it has in our daily life. Yeah, and really, we believe that these little small differences can add up to really big differences long term. And so go out and live today in a way that will matter in a hundred years. Shalom.
we're on now. Thanks. I just thought if I had a question that popped into my head and I wanted to ask it, I wanted to be able to record it. That's great. I thought you thought what I was saying was so good. <laughs> That's what I thought that too. you were like, <laughs> man, we really need to capture this, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs>